Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcast investment is on the rise, and scouts are on the hunt. Not just for shows and talent to acquire, but for other assets you might own that give them leverage. Here are a few things to consider before they show up on your door with bags of money. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. There's no such thing as selling out, only the chance of selling out too cheaply. That's a quote I first heard from a friend of mine, Mr. Dave Slusher, one of the original OG podcasters with Evil Genius Chronicles. I say that because acquisitions are coming. It's just part of this consolidation effort that we are seeing and also seeing evidence of behind the scenes. Podcasting is coming to its own, finally, or again, depending on which camp you live in, and people are starting to realize, companies are starting to realize, people with business ideas wanting to make money are realizing there's a thing happening in the podcasting space and they need to be a part of it. And what better way to become a part of things than use mergers and acquisitions to establish a stronghold, a foothold, if you will, in podcasting, because you and I know it's hard to build an audience. Well, these guys with big piles of money out there just wait for someone to build that big audience and then swoop in because that's how they want to deal with it. Now, when you hear talk of acquisitions in podcasting, you're wondering, huh, does this really happen? And yeah, it, it, it does happen. Not a lot in the, ha- in the, in the history of things, but we're going to start seeing more of that especially as we start moving more people to listen to podcasts and also more advertising revenues coming into podcasting. It's getting, it's getting much more attractive. Prior to now, really the acquisition that happened was your podcast would be approached by a network, a network that's usually a content-based network. When you reach a certain size and you're doing a certain value of production, you might be approached by someone saying, hey, we would like to have your show a part of our network. It doesn't have to be a huge show. It can be a a small show. I mean, networks come and go for a variety of reasons, but they're typically built around a variety of things. One of the things that they want to do with the network is have enough shows in that network so that the network is viable. Networks, one simple way to do things. What I also see is uh, coming in the future is these ad rep firms building their own network. Because the real reason most podcast networks exist, again, most of the ones that are business-focused, is because they can run ads against those. Why not? And ad rep firms, these are companies that are trying to find podcasts that will run ads for the sponsors bringing money in 
it might be a simple thing, uh, straightforward thing is a better way to say that, for an ad rep firm to go acquire podcasts that fit a certain demographic. Look, if you've got a show that maybe gets a thousand downloads a month, that's that's not really terribly attractive to advertisers because, as I've said before in this program, it takes a lot of work to run an ad. However, if you're an ad firm rep and you have somebody coming in wanting to spend tens of thousands of dollars with you, if you have 10 different podcasts that get a thousand downloads a month, that's 10,000 downloads. Now we're in the realm of a possible thing. So ad rep firms are looking at, and I've heard rumors of this, I don't have anything to point you to right now, rumors that they are trying to actually build their own networks for the sole purpose of selling ads. And then I think the next progression of that is having a brand decide to just swoop in and buy out a podcast, especially if it's really hyper-focused in a niche. Nike's not going to do this, but some very small apparel company might do this. I mean, we're already seeing it. That's what branded podcasts are. And they're really expensive. Maybe brands who can't afford to do a full-on branded podcast like Trader Joe's can just have a relationship with a podcaster where they actually buy it, help fund all the things that needs to happen for a much cheaper price tag. That's a possibility. But when I start thinking about acquisitions, I think beyond that stuff, I think there are other things that are quite attractive of your show, especially for those of you who have a faded and or ended podcast that still gets downloads. I mean, that happens. I once joined a show after it had been on hiatus for six years because it was still getting two or 3,000 downloads a month. That's worth coming in and somebody purchasing just to simply keep the show active and viable again. So maybe don't kill off your podcasts. Because the space is getting larger, over a million shows now, somebody might want the name of your podcast. Maybe it's not very big that your your show isn't. Maybe they want to do something bigger. They want your name. Somebody might want to buy your podcast name. Would you sell it? I guess it depends on how much money they would give you. Maybe somebody wants to buy the talent. You, behind the microphone, or your guest, or somebody else. That's, that's going to happen eventually to someone Someone who likes the way someone's voice sounds or something that they do is going to be picked up. It's already happened. It'll happen more in the future. Are you ready for that? What if they just want your domain? Maybe you've got a clever domain that has nothing to do. Well, it's not the same as your podcast name. What if somebody wants to come in and buy your domain? Somebody reached out to me recently to buy an old domain of mine. Are you ready to sell that? And I guess the other thing to think about is what if they want to buy your audience? I mean, that's the whole idea advertisers exist, is they want to rent your audience. Well, what if somebody wants to just buy it? You're getting these many thousand downloads of your show. I just want to take over your show. I want I want to move that over to here. Are you ready for something like that? Because these are the things that are coming. Even for small podcasts, they get hundreds of downloads. These are things that are out and coming. Some things you need to be prepared to deal with, obviously is who owns all of this stuff? This big question of ownership is out there in the world right now. We're seeing stories of people who thought they owned shows that got acquired and then they can't do make other shows after that. Ooh, it's a big mess. 
I'm not here to give legal advice. It's not my job. But I am here to make you think about, or ask you to think about, that the legalities of things. Who owns what? What would it take? Also, you should be thinking about how much. What's the right kind of price tag? I'll tell you this. I'm not ready to sell that domain somebody wants to buy from me. I I am very, very well prepared to continue to pay the registration fee on that domain forever, whatever forever means. So for me, getting a few hundred dollar offer isn't really going to be all attractive to me. I'm already prepared to pay that in fees going on. So it's not a not a big deal. Your number might be different. It might be thousands, it might be tens of thousands. I don't know what your number is. But I think you need to before you react, and I guess that's the key, when you get this request, when somebody comes knocking on the proverbial door with the bags of money, don't jump at the offer. If you don't need it, you don't need it. Make sure you got a price tag in mind that matters. So I'll end where we began. There's no such thing as selling out. Only the possibility of selling too cheaply. So don't do that. Now, I will, of course, field all talks of acquisitions. If you'd like to buy an aspect of this show, sure. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. And if you happen to know a fellow podcaster who you'd like to have a talk about acquisition with, maybe this has come up. Maybe the news from Spotify and Pandora now and others are getting people interested and they want to talk about what happens if somebody wants to buy our show. How do we make our show attractive to someone to buy? Send them this episode, would you? It's a great way to increase the share amount for my show and also to keep a conversation going. I would certainly appreciate that. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications cheers while americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion unfortunately that right is no longer protected everywhere in the u.s the supreme court overturned roe v wade on june 24th Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. 
Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.